um, and we'll move now to some agri-commodities and introducing, as normal, Michael Whitehead. I think we're going to tackle grains first, Michael. Absolutely. Thanks, Mark. And at this time of year, well, the harvest is well underway in a lot of parts of Australia. Um, it always starts in Queensland, but uh, it has started in just about every state. And it's been interesting with the industry watching what yields would be like as some parts of Australia started to think about whether they may be down because of the dry uh, or up as well. Uh, and the early indications are, surprise, surprise, that we are heading for an average overall harvest level. Now, this is really interesting when you look at the word average because we haven't really had an average harvest since about 2017, 2018. Uh, we obviously had the two years of droughts after that and then the three years of bumper crops after that. So right now we are looking at an overall grain and oilseed harvest of around 50 million tonnes, uh, down around a third on the near record levels of last year or so. Um, it is also interesting that we're looking at the yields once again being down, um, but once again back to average. So, so nothing is particularly bad news. What this will mean is it will be uh, provide a need for everybody down the supply chain, grain producers, grain handlers, exporters, buyers, uh, everybody who ties into the grain supply chain um, to look at their strategies again to see how they adapt to this, uh, if they are producing less off their farms after the last three years and what this means to their strategies for grain handlers. If they, once again, have less to go through their supply chains, how they adjust to that in terms of labour, how they adjust to that in terms of distribution, uh, export facilities as well. And also for grain buyers too, how they adjust to their being slightly less available on the domestic market, and particularly at a time where there may be an increased need for feed, if the drier conditions, and it's a big if, uh, persist uh, in some of the livestock areas as well. So everything on track at the moment, it will vary by region. Some will be better than others, uh, but things are looking, as we say, uh, to, to be at about those average levels. Uh, in terms of the offshore side of things, uh, and of course, what happens internationally impacts prices quite a bit. We are seeing prices having come down from where they were with the, the peaks uh, when the Ukraine crisis started and when there was uncertainty about what uh, global grain supplies would be. And they have come back down to the levels they were before then. So, so down around the two years, uh, two year lows as well. That said, and that's particularly driven by the fact that, ironically, Russia and Ukraine look to be likely to put record amounts of grain uh, onto world markets this coming year. Um, and that's balanced off uh, next to the decline in Australia, slight declines in Canada, uh, to a degree in Argentina as well. But we've also got China buying in a big way and increasing their imports. So that could make the market look at what's happening and potentially put some upward pressure on prices. We've got an eight-year low in world wheat supplies or world wheat stocks particularly, and that's normally a sign for upward pressure. And if anything else were to happen and to blow up in some of the Ukraine uh, uh, crisis areas or there was to be some geopolitical uncertainty, then we could well see prices rise again. So there is a potential that prices may well not go down much lower than they are and could go up again in future. So that's the outlook for grains right now.